Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about The Killing Vote, uh, episode 12, which was the series finale. So finally, the series ended after airing for what seemed like forever, since we only got one episode a week, and it was a 12-episode drama. So that was 12 weeks, which is about three months, plus they had a couple of weeks of delays. But finally, it's over. I'm glad it's done. <laughs> I can't say that. I was enjoying it at the end, and I really felt like episode 12 was basically a filler episode, I, but I guess it was to set it up for a possible second season, because I'm sure there's other people out there that enjoy the show. I just wasn't one of them at the end. So yeah, I was pretty sad that Kim Ji-hoon died, and then I got really mad at Ju-hyun for... I mean, let's face it, it, she screws up, right? She fires her gun after he got hit in the head. So she fires her gun and then by that point, he's already been hit in the head with a pipe. So he's, you know, cranial damage, brain damage, bleeding out. He dies. And then the reaction is to drive to where Kwon Suk Ju is getting arrested because... Kim Muchan was able to save him and then like start hitting him and blaming him for Kim Jihoon's death because I guess he's the one that somehow got him involved with the killing vote so I this whole theatrics thing I'm like okay let's if anybody's to blame you're the one making people promises that you're going to find him and save him at the end the only character that I ended up liking was Jumin um, I love the scene at the end where she gets the preset message from Kim Ji-hoon and, and she's looking at it and, and he tells her happy 20th birthday. So I thought that was, she was really the only character I liked because I think she was pretty consistent. She was, she wanted to help him. She knew what she was getting into. She somewhat agreed with the killing vote and she wasn't embarrassed or ashamed or doubting herself about it. So I like that she stayed consistent. She didn't scream or throw fits or um, Ju Hyun did, which just really bothered me. I, I don't know why. And then I also felt she was way out of line when she was talking to the reporter, uh, Che Do-hee, about violating her civil rights and basically hacking her and and without, I, I don't know, I, I have a problem with police overreach, which I felt she was definitely doing. I mean, the reporter is just doing her job. She's allowed to have her own sources. She doesn't need to tell the police who her sources are. But Juhyun was like, oh, if you report on something again, I'm going like, to, you know, go through all your stuff. And, and she, I felt the reporter did a good job of standing up to her and being like, yeah, whatever. I'm just doing my job and, and back off. And then, so I guess the potential for the second season is because we don't know if Kwon Suk Ju is dead and if the prison guard who I just really forget his name and the prison guard basically they both fall off into the water so and then their bodies aren't found so either both of them are alive or one of them is alive and then of course at the very very end I'm going to spoil it for everyone Kim Muchan is basically putting on a getal mask so he puts a little doggy mask on at the end so i think either that is implying he's a new getal or he is was a getal all along so whichever one of those if you care you can debate about it but i i definitely just um, he's 
one maybe he was one all along which doesn't really surprise us then we have the minsu zoma just oh so annoying but she's alive and kicking and her husband divorced her but then there's another guy I, that approaches her to see if she wants to be part of this new killing vote thing and then the she may have a potential new love interest potential new love interest so so yeah so they said it basically this episode was to set it up for a second season and possibly i guess if we're interested i i don't think the series did that well so i don't know that it'll get renewed for a second season i think the characters were just not that well developed like kim Chan seemed to regress i i don't know he just didn't seem to get it Kwon Suk Joon, I felt so bad for him. It's like, really, does this guy need to lose all his kids, even his adoptive son? And really through no fault of his own, because if if Joo Hyun was to blame someone, she should have um, Min Ji Jung or Min Su Zoma. So, but she didn't blame Min Su Zoma, she blamed Kwon Suk Joon. So that was, that was kind of weird for me. I, I just didn't like it. The whole, her whole screaming thing, I don't know if it's just residual feelings from the glory, but... It just doesn't sit well with me. It's just try to be a professional here. At least the character, right? Like she should be a professional person and not be having these fits and screaming. I, I, I just think it just just goes with like, these hysterical women stereotypes, which I which I don't mistake. So I, you know, the end, I felt like it was just a filler episode. I don't think that it advanced the plot in any way. We didn't find out anything new except that, yeah, Kim Ji-hoon died, which... I think we saw that at the end of episode 11. Um, and then, yeah, they saved Kwon Suk Joo. And then, of course, he went into the water with the prison guards. So th- this is basically everything that happened in the episode. Then there's some team dinners and things like that. But but otherwise, it was just, just such a filler episode for the last episode where, where nothing got advanced. And it wasn't a feel-good episode since Kim Ji-hoon died. So we were pretty, or I was pretty sad about it. So yeah, I don't know if you guys have been enjoying this show. I definitely, it definitely went down for me after episodes eight or something like that. But I don't remember because it was such a long time ago. So the pace of the the show I felt was poor. I thought it was an interesting concept at the beginning with these anti-heroes, right? Trying to kill these bad guys. And it's always an interesting thing with, with Korean dramas because these guys that kill they don't end up living in the drama so so in that sense it's kind of predictable that you know Kim Ji-hoon died because he was number one Gettle so that that's sort of predictable in itself and there's other thoughts about you know obviously the legal system there this is obviously a critique of the legal system in Korea and and what's going on so it was definitely a really good concept and it made you think but we really didn't have anybody to cheer on. You know, I think we like Kim Ji-hoon, but his whole reveal of the fact that he was the number one Ketel was just so poor. Um, that was like very anticlimactic. The Imin Su character, he was such a psycho, but you also felt that he was really smart. So, but he was psycho. So, and then the mom obviously had issues with like possible incest showing and all that stuff just just totally i think that was episode six or something like that where she was 
in some nightgown going to the bed with our adult son, right? And she's obviously enabling him to just be the worst person that he could be, which let's not do that with our children. So let's have boundaries, guys. So yeah, so so the whole drama was just, you know, at first it was an interesting, and I like action thrillers. I like, I like crime dramas, but there was really no mystery, right? We found out who, who all the ghettos were in a very anticlimactic fashion and and then it was just hey, that was it and by episode 11 you kind of knew except okay they set it up for a second season so so yeah the I was disappointed towards the second half of the drama for sure I really felt like they could have done some better character growth maybe maybe not killed Jihoon and he, he was obviously such a talented computer programmer maybe have something with him and the little sister just leaving and, and doing their own thing that would have been nice to just you know not to be stuck in the past so much and then with maybe Kwon Suk Ju doing a little bit of growth and and telling Jihoon to leave him right he obviously felt guilty about the killing so he was about to kill himself or South Korea has such a high suicide rate compared to other first world countries so you know, maybe they're just go just just throw suicide in there as a potential resolution. So, but but really, <laughs> to me, it was just like, well, he could have tried to at least talk to Jihoon, and and he did say goodbye, and he was setting him up to leave. I I think we do, I do need to be fair to Kwon Suk Ju about that. He he did try to set it up so that Kwon Suk Ju was gonna go, but then Jihoon find out that that he was gonna commit suicide. And he was like, oh my god, no, don't don't do that. He didn't want him to commit suicide. So. Obviously, suicide is, it's an easy and a hard way out, I think, for people, right? It's people that are depressed and they're thinking about suicide, right? That's not an easy choice for them. I don't think that that they're just waking up on a whim and being like, yeah, I'm going to kid myself. And and people say, a lot of people say it's it's an easy out, but I think those people haven't gone through depression and things like that. So so it's unfair to me for me to say that that's an easy way out. It's, It's just not... It just didn't live up to what I wanted it to be, and I and I don't know what would have been a fair ending or, or what I wanted to see in the end. I I think past episode like seven or eight, I was glad that the Emin Su character died. I think he deserved that, but then his mom didn't, and it was like, well, she kind of created him, so so who's worst the police overreach is it's just such a i have mixed feelings about it and obviously lately i've been watching these dramas where i'm just so pro bad <laughs> the worst of evil i i really just felt for jung Chol and i'm still not over him I, I wouldn't recommend it i don't think i can recommend the drama hopefully i don't get banned from another another site for not recommending something but you know if you like kind of these societal thought-provoking dramas I think this is a good one if you want to see some kind of it's a good concept at first and and definitely the first one through six episodes or one were pretty good so the first half of the 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 season was pretty good and then it just went downhill from there so you'll first six episodes I think then after that it's just kind of like the action's not so great there's not really a lot of action it's more like a crime yeah, like a crime. And and I wouldn't say it's a thriller because you're not really scared and you're not really debating who the bad guy is. After the big reveal that Kwon Suk Ju is part of the ghetto group, there's really not much else to reveal, right? We know Imin Su. I guess there was some confusion. Even I had some confusion whether Imin Su's character was part of the ghetto. 
group because it looked like he was he knew everything that was going on with them and obviously he had the supercomputer at home so you know we thought that maybe he was part of ghetto but then and jihoon was obviously a ghetto so it was just kind of like a weird a weird setup and they never really kind of resolved that or, or made that more interesting or more of a more oh my god what's going on so i can't recommend it but i did enjoy the first half um, I do like Park Hyejin, so I, I enjoy seeing him. I'm not going to lie about that. But I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and make sure to like and subscribe. Have a great day, guys.